In this episode of Order and Chaos, we're going to talk about the two sheriff's deputies that were ambushed in Compton. More specifically, we're going to discuss, are you, law enforcement officer, are you, civilian, ready when these cowards bring the fight to your doorstep? Let's talk about it. All right, here we are yet again, another episode of Order and Chaos. My name is Shane Norwood. I am your host. And this is the podcast where we celebrate the order and chaos in all of our lives. And as always, we dedicate this episode and each and every episode to the hardworking men and women out there holding that thin blue line between the order and the chaos in our society. Unless you've been hiding under a rock, you know that two Los Angeles County Sheriff's deputies were ambushed the other evening while working a Metro detail or a, a, like a, a transit detail, I should say, a transit detail in the city of Compton. The video is crystal clear. You see this, a subhuman piece of fecal matter. And it appears that he is kind of faking them out. Looks like he's just going to walk by their unit and then stops, draws a weapon and fires multiple shots into the patrol vehicle. And then just as you would suspect, a subhuman piece of fecal matter coward would do, he took off running. Undoubtedly, you've seen the photographs, and if you haven't, you need to go see them. Where the female deputy springs into action, places a tourniquet on her partner's arm, after being shot multiple times herself. Gets on the radio, calls for help. It is the epitome of the warrior mindset. And I'm incredibly proud of her. I hope that she is recognized by Sheriff Villanueva and by President Trump. Because she deserves the highest of commendations. Both deputies do, but... I was just very impressed by her actions. She stayed composed. She maintained situational awareness. She prioritized and executed the appropriate tasks. Exactly as you would hope that any deputy or officer would do. And so this is yet another reminder to those in law enforcement. And unfortunately, you know, it just gets said so much that I'm afraid that it just goes in one ear out the other. You don't realize the, the importance of it or, or you become complacent. But the fact that you need to constantly have your head on a swivel, the fact that you constantly have to have situational awareness. Really what this podcast is all about today is using this incident as a graphic example of what just might be to come. I get so sick and tired of hearing the media refer to BLM and Antifa as fucking protesters. They're not protesters. They're domestic terrorists. If ISIS were to get on a plane and get off in Los Angeles and go commit the same acts that these domestic terrorists have committed, we would respond with military power. Instead, what many democratic leaders are doing is responding by defunding 
the first line of defense for the community against these assholes. Which leads me to believe that they are doing everything they can to further their cause. Because, let's face it, it sure appears that the Democratic Party of today is as far left as it's ever been and is all about breaking down the very core of what our nation was founded upon. Freedom, rights, liberty, and wanting to replace it with Marxist ideas and socialism. I said early on when I first started this podcast that it wasn't going to be political, but you know what? There's no way, there's no way to get around it anymore. Democrats don't even try to hide their disdain for law enforcement, for law and order, for the founding, for everything that this nation stands for. They don't even try to hide it anymore. And instead of being moderate and instead of maybe leaning more left on social issues, they've gone completely off the deep end on the left side of the pool and jumped right in with Antifa and Black Lives Matter and all of these organizations that have proven over and over again in the last few months that they want nothing but a revolution. They want to overthrow our nation as it is, as it stands today. And they want to institute a new socialist Marxist government, period. And as a former law enforcement officer and having my closest friends that I hold dear still work in the front lines and having this platform on this podcast to be able to say something to counteract all the shit that you hear on the media, which is nothing that there, CNN and the media in general is nothing but a mouthpiece for the far left, period. You don't have to like President Trump. You know, quite frankly, there's a lot of things about him that I don't particularly care for either. But you know, one thing that I noticed about him when he was campaigning is that he would shake the hands of every single police officer in his protection detail, in his motorcade, take the time to take photographs with them. I didn't see Hillary Clinton doing that. And I sure as hell won't be seeing Kamala Harris or Joe Biden doing that. You can tell a lot about how a person feels about law and order by the way that they treat police officers. This election is no longer about Republican versus Democrat. This is all about law and order, American values versus Marxist socialism and complete transformation. This could very well be the most important election of a lifetime. In the entire history of the United States, this could be the most important election. What else do you need to see going on around you to not understand that and believe it? Police officers are completely bridled. They're unable to do their job. And then when they get in a completely justified use of force, there's still riots. And the riots aren't just against the police station, against police officers. I've seen countless buildings on fire that outside there was a marquee or a sign in the window that said, we support Black Lives Matter. We support Black Lives. We support whatever it may be. They don't care about that. All they want to do is destroy. They want to destroy as much as they can. And how ironic is that to see a sign in a window that says, we support Black Lives Matter as that window is smashed out. The building is completely gutted. Everything has been looted. And now it's on fire. How ironic is that? Great way to further your cause, Black Lives Matter. Great way to further your cause, Antifa. They are coming at us by force. They are trying to take over this country and everything that it is by force. 
Gun sales are at a record high this year. What does that tell you? People are scared. They feel like this is getting real. Well, what needs to get real is you need to get into some real training, civilian. You need to get out there and not just go to the range and shoot a stationary 15-yard, 5-yard target. Seek out some classes and spend the money. Spend a significant amount of money and learn how to operate that firearm under stress. Because I can tell you this, if and when one of these domestic terrorist groups shows up in your neighborhood and begins throwing Molotov cocktails, begins firing shots, begins creating chaos, and you need to defend yourself in a deadly force situation, and you have not practiced doing so under extreme stress, you will be ineffective. You might as well not even have that weapon. More so than that, you will be a liability. If you choose to engage and put rounds down range and you have not practiced over and over and thousands upon thousands of repetitions under stress, once you, push, once you pull that trigger, you, you don't get to take that bullet back. And you don't want to be a liability. You don't want to kill your neighbor. You don't want to kill one of your kids. You don't want to kill an innocent person because you were not disciplined in how to utilize that weapon. And look, I'm not advocating violence. You should have heard my first podcast that I had to delete because it, it, it probably would have landed me in jail. I was so angry right after this ambush happened that I recorded something and I had to delete it. I'm not advocating violence here. As a matter of fact, let me make this crystal clear. I am adamantly against you out going out and looking for trouble. However, if trouble comes looking for you and you are not trained and you are not prepared you are a liability. The same goes for law enforcement officers. Going to the range, the minimum amount of times it's required by your agency is not sufficient. Invest the money. Send yourself to training. You know the department's not going to send you, so find some training you can go to on your days off or take some time off and go to training. Training is still available. You can't go on vacation because of coronavirus. You might as well go to training. If you have to sponsor yourself, so be it, but it is worth it. And I'm not just talking about firearms training, hand-to-hand combat, jujitsu, whatever it is. You need to be proficient. And let me just say something else. You know, now they're taking away the chokeholds or taking away the tools that, that officers can use and be effective and cause the least amount of damage. But the bottom line is this. You need to go home to your family at the end of your shift. You need to go home. You do nobody any good if you're dead. So if that means that you have to choke somebody out, if that means that you have to violate policy, again, I'm not advocating it. I'm just saying that. There's an old saying that says, better to be tried by 12 than carried by six. Am I right? I'm not out trying to cause panic. I'm not out trying to cause worry. But we have never seen anything like this in the history of our nation. Never. And it's one thing for there to be violent acts. But typically you would have government officials and police agencies that would step in and squash that violence immediately. Now, police agencies are being ordered to stand down. They're being ordered not to get involved which leaves you, civilian, it leaves you, individual officer, to take care of yourself. 
Don't think for a second when things get bad, you know how, kind of like in Portland and Seattle, how many 911 calls up there went unanswered? Hundreds. Sometimes more than 100 per night went unanswered. So if you think the police are going to come save you, it's not happening. If things get that bad, if, it, if Antifa or Black Lives Matter or some other domestic terrorist group comes to your city and creates havoc and ends up in your neighborhood and tries to burn down your house and puts you and your family at risk and you cannot protect yourself, no one is coming to save you. Do not be a liability. And you're not going to hear a lot of people out there that are going to tell you this stuff. But you know who's going to tell you things like this? Retired cops, special forces operators, military veterans. They're not going to mince any words. They're going to tell you exactly how it could potentially be. And my philosophy is prepare for the absolute worst, hoping that you never have to face it. I would much rather be overprepared than overpanicked and over my head and not be able to do anything about it, not be able to respond accordingly and just be a sitting duck. You can call this what you want to call it, but all you got to do is look around. If you just take an honest look around, you'll see it's happening. It's happening in neighborhoods all across this country. And maybe they'll never make it to yours. But what happens when they do? And you're not prepared. What do you tell your family? Law enforcement officer, when you're complacent on the job, when you're not paying attention to what's going on, and you get shot, what is the officer or whomever within your department that makes a notification to your family, what are they supposed to say? When everything's all said and done and they find out that you weren't prepared, now more than ever, we have to take it upon ourselves as citizens, as law enforcement officers, or whatever we are, whatever our role is in society, we have to take it upon ourselves to train and to be the best that we can possibly be. In a short period of time, I'm going to have one of my very, very dear friends on, Dave Manning. He has well over probably 40 years of experience in training. He's trained civilians. He's trained law enforcement. He was our department range master for many, many years. And we're going to talk about this very subject because I cannot overemphasize the value of being prepared. It's not just for the gun nut down the street. Whether you drive a 4x4 Chevy pickup truck with an American flag sticking out of the bed of the truck or you drive a Prius, the rules equally apply. Be prepared or be sorry. Now we're going to leave it at that. You know, I tell you, there's never been a more important time to get your shit together and make sure that you're prepared for the absolute worst. I'm Shane Norwood. This is Order and Chaos. We'll talk to you soon.